We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Harden with the shot. What a night for the Sixers. Welcome on in. WIP Midday Show. You, Douglas, Joe Giglio, Nick Earnshaw is behind the glass today. You guys with us, 215 592 94-94 after a night. And, and our first game here, Hugh, to react to as a show together, that was a, a, a wild ride last night. You Early in that game, I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. Joel's foot. He's sick. They're getting their shots blocked by Jaron Jack. It looked like a disaster early. And you, Douglas, that, that turned around. What a finish that game. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Atlanta. Atlanta? I stay at Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> Not Atlanta anymore, Hugh. Hey, hey, hold up. I got excited, man. And I was looking at basketball. My bad, y'all. Good morning, Philadelphia. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm going to make mistakes like that. No, it happens. it happens. It happens. It happens. It uh, happens. That was a great game last night. You know, what I was when I was watching that game, I was thinking to myself, wow, Joe's going to be on fire if they lose mm. the game. Because all they talked about the whole game was the fact that Joel Embiid had the tummy ache. He was going to the free throw line. He was missing free throws and everything. He was doubled over. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a bad one today. But then they pulled it out, man. They pulled it out. James Harden had a big night. Joel Embiid got it together towards the end, and they were able to win the game. Yeah, and I, I thought last night, and you, it, I was saying this before the show to, to you in, in our pre-show meeting, we've seen this game with them. It's five times a year. Five times a year they come out in big games, and Joel Embiid looks like he, he's about to cry or fall over or double over. And it's just <laughs> they, there's excuses, and they just they have no energy. And they usually lose those games. Like, the, the, the way that first half went, when Jaron Jackson blocked Embiid in the second quarter, I was like, yeah, I, I'm going to flip out that's tomorrow. Yeah. And, but you know what they showed last night? And, and really it, – Resilient. That's it. And mental toughness. And yeah. it surprised me because the Sixers haven't been – that. Of all their faults the last few years, they get too injured, yes, but their mental toughness has been a major problem in all these big games for years. And last night felt different. 215-592-9494. As you mentioned, Embiid not feeling well with what else is doing. The left foot is still sore. He was 2 of 14 in the first half, which is which is ridiculous. And and they never had a, held a lead. Like they were up seven to six in the first half. They didn't hold a lead again, Hugh, until 106-105. Yes. Those kind of games usually you lose those games. And last night just felt different. Yeah, it just felt like the whole game that it was all Memphis. It felt like it was all Memphis yeah. for the most part. And then all of a sudden, they just came alive. They came alive and they started chipping away at that lead that Memphis had. I think it was at 17 points at one mm-hmm. point. They started chipping away at it. And then the first thing you know, they were able to take over the lead. And it, it, was, a, it was a beautiful game to watch, man. It really, really was. Yeah, it was. And, and it, it started to feel different for me watching it because usually when, when a beat has the kind of games where he's not there offensively, and he really wasn't last. I know he had you know, a bunch of points by the end, but, but offensively he was pretty poor last night. He made up for it, though, with defense. So last night he only shot 7 of 25. They usually lose these games, but his defense last night was incredible. Uh, he added 
Six assists. He had six blocks last that night. Big, the, the biggest one he had was when Ja was trying to yam on him. He was about to yam on him. He had a big boy blocking that one. Yeah, you know what? They, I don't know if they actually make posters anymore. Do kids have posters on their wall? I'm not sure if that's a thing. But if yes. they do, but if, yes. if, if there are posters still, that's a poster. That was a poster moment by Joel Embiid. And here's how I feel this morning about the Sixers. 215-592-9494. We, we've all gone through this the last four or five years. We've watched this team you know, become a, a contender, a, a championship contender, but but like not really. And in the second round, they go out every year, and they're just frustrating because they can't get over the hump. But for the first time, I think they have a real shot for the first time since the Kawhi Leonard shot. You know, f- five years ago, Kawhi mm-hmm. hits that shot, second round, Sixers go out against the Raptors. And I haven't loved this team since. There's just been something off about them. But this year does feel different. This year does feel different. 215-592-9494. Last night was the kind of game they always lose. A contender plays against them. They go up against another you know, great player like John Morant, and they lose that game last night. They found a way, and, and you, it was Joel Embiid gutting through it. But also, you mentioned it off the bat, that was a big game by James Harden. It was. It was a big game. You know, he had some big-time threes, man. And, and what I remember about that game and what I was thinking about it, because going into the half, Joel Embiid went to the free-throw line, and he was doubled over. He mm-hmm. missed a couple free throws. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, Joe's going to have a whole lot of cannon fodder tomorrow. Oh, I have my my notes app. Yeah, and going to that that half, uh, Charles Barkley had mentioned the fact that, you know, this team isn't mentally tough. Yeah. I think they probably heard that. Well, you know what? It's interesting. There was a lot of stuff last night during the broadcast that, like, Reggie Miller was throwing in there that he obviously heard from Doc. It seemed like Doc was trying to get his message out, like, hey, guys, it is time to wake up. Let's hear from Doc Rivers talking about, you know, that first half and, and, and kind of where they were at compared to where they ended it. It did feel like that, you. But the, the, what's amazing is they bounced back. Like that—that that wasn't. It was the kind of game, and, and they kept uh, Harlan last night. By the way, does a great job on those broadcasts. He he kept referring to what vacation legs they had last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, something that I just picked up on Joe that you probably don't even notice. You called him Doc. Yesterday you were calling him Glenn. Oh, uh, you know what? Because they you, won. You, you, you're buying in. Because they won. <laughs> you're, buying, you're buying in a you, little bit. You can tell I in. feel good. Yeah, because you called him Doc. That was one of the things. I'm like, hold up. You called him Doc because yeah. yesterday he was Glenn. Yeah, when they suck, he's Glenn Rivers. <laughs> when they win, he's, he's Doc Rivers. 215-592-9494. All right, look, we, we've had a lot of ups and downs with this basketball team for years. And, and, and it feels like the city has stopped believing in the Sixers because of, of, of games like the first half last night. But, but I'll, I'll just come out like this and say it. It's the first time in five years I believe they're a true championship contender. This feels different. This feels different. And I, I'm believe, what, what I saw last night made me believe, Hugh, that this could be different because it, it, it's never been a question of talent. Like, that's not it. it mm-hmm. It's not a question of talent. Joel Embiid is a top-five player in the league. They have talent. James Harden is still a top-20-ish player in the league. They still have, they have talent here. The issue has been mental toughness and coaching, and I thought last night the mental toughness was there. And Glenn, Doc, whatever you want to call him this morning, he has done a better job this season. You unbelieve in they they've got a real chance. I am believing in them. I believe it too, man. And 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 part of that is because like that for me is the first game that I actually had a chance to watch of the Sixers. Yeah. But that's a good feeling, especially when you talk about coming off of the all star break, coming off of the fact that Joel Embiid was talking about how his foot failed, and they even mentioned that in the broadcast last night, how he played an all-star game and he didn't take that rest. For him to gut through that, gut through whatever he was going through with his stomach and win in that fashion against a really good team, I like what they did last night. Yeah, you mentioned that if they had lost it, if it had gone sideways, they would have come in here and and flipped out. So I wrote this in my notes last night. 
So there was a point where uh, Harlan talked about how the doctors said it'd be better for Joel to if stay he, off his feet. Yeah, if he stay off his feet. I'm like, why do you play 20 minutes, eight minutes in <laughs> yeah, the All Star game? Knew. And when I heard that, that's immediately what I would. Oh man, it drove me spot. crazy. But you know what? They <laughs> fought. They fought through it last night. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you believe in the Sixers? Do you believe? Do you believe in this Sixers team as a championship contender? Big win last night over the Memphis Grizzlies, and and it's not just that they won. And they were favored. You know, it's not a shock they won. But it's the way they came back, the way they finished that game. It impressed me. And, and I am believing. I, I am buying in that this is different. 215-592-9494. Nick Earnshaw produced this morning. Nick, what do you feel on the Sixers? I'm in. I'm in. They, I feel like they do this every year to us, but I'm in on this team. There, there's something different because those type of wins uh, that they get l- like this, like they did last night, that doesn't happen too often around here. So I, I'm i all in on this Sixers team. James Harden looked really good. Joel Embiid, I mean, he was sick and, and still was able to play really good defense last night and made an impact on that side of the ball as well. So I'm believing in this team. I think they have talent. I think they can make a run. That's a really good Memphis team. Second in the West. Yep. I, I like it. I like them. I think they're, they're going to go far this year. Yeah, that wasn't just some team. You're right. Memphis is a really good team. And they ended the game the sixth on a 10-1 to run last night. 215-592-9494. Let's go to the phone lines here. How are you feeling on the Sixers after a gigantic win last night over the Memphis Grizzlies? Andrew. Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. You hey, got it, buddy. On, man. What are you doing? thinking? Uh, so I went to Kansas. I graduated in 09, and it's just finally so refreshing to see him beat and be what he was supposed to be. Um, so they were supposed to go to that national championship, him and Wiggins, and just walk all over everybody because they were just dumping on people when they were together, and then the foot, and then the foot, and then the foot, and then the foot, and finally to see him beat just muffle through it, uh, it's, it is absolutely refreshing. Well, Andrew, it is because and and you said it there. It's it's nice to see him be what he's supposed to be. And look, we we know he's a great player. He's an MVP candidate. He's an All Star. But there's something different about the way they fit. Like he's had so many nights in his career where he's if he's off, if he's hurting, if he's sick, you know, the whole team just kind of falls apart. And and he he gutted sure. through that last night. It, he and the team actually. I mean, you had Tobias playing. Like the the team actually came up to his level, which I, I I'm interested because Doc. I'm interested to hear your guys' opinion. Doc's teams in Boston, like, those were mentally tough teams. Is that what the X factor was? Uh, like, I mean, you don't get much mentally tougher than Kevin Garnett. Well, Andrew, it's interesting you brought that up. And you during, during the broadcast last night, I think it was Miller brought up that Doc was talking about that practice, right? How bad yeah, that practice was. Yeah, talking about how bad the practice was. And yeah. he mentioned to the team um, that Kevin Garnett would have never allowed a practice like that up in Boston. Mm-hmm. He kind of used the, the Garnett example. I, I do think that is – that. I mean, it's not – Hugh, when it's when we have great teams like the top five or six teams in any sport, it's not just about talent. Like there's there's, got, there's the mental grit. toughness and the it's grit. About that grit, man. It's about it's about being able to to have adverse situations like the one that Joel Embiid was dealing with last night and still get the job done. Like he looked like he was about to heave. Mm-hmm. He was out there dry heaving and everything. And initially, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, man, if he has a bad game, and he was having a bad game up to that point. You have a bad game, that's not an excuse that you could readily use because people are going to be looking at that all-star game, and, and they're going to go back to that. Even though tonight has nothing to do with last week, Mm-mm. they're still going to look at that, and they're going to they're gonna judge you on, on your mental toughness by, by the way you were acting. But he gutted it out, and they, they won the game. Yep. That's all that matters. For years, the Sixers have felt like bullies to me. Like you know, They're tough, and they're, but like when they get punched in the mouth, they fold. And last mm-hmm. night, they got punched in the mouth. I mean, that – that first half, it looked like it was going to be a rout. Yes, it did. It did. And and what really stuck out to me was that on that dunk that, that Joel Embiid blocked for Jabba Morant, 
Ja, in, in my opinion, was trying to get the momentum back mm-hmm. because he took off from damn near the baseline. And he was going for the yam. He was going for the big time. Well, he can jump, can yes, he? Yes, he can. And Joel Embiid met him at the at the at the apex and denied him. Like that to me was the like basically Joel Embiid said, "No, not today. Not in my house. Yeah, not today. Not now. Not now. Because this game's going the other way. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. D is up here on WIP. Hey, D. Yeah. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? What's How y'all on? doing? Good, good D. Good. What's up, buddy? What are you thinking? I, I, I don't, I'm not buying it. I, I think we still got the same old Joel Embiid. He shows signs of greatness, but he still got those same tendencies. Because just about every time they ran a pick and roll, pick and pop, whatever, him and James Harden, he floated to the three-point line with a guard on him. It makes no sense, especially if you're having a bad shooting night. Well, he and he was having D. He was having a terrible shooting night. Now, D, what you said about it's the same old Embiid, I felt that in the first half. Like I, I, it felt like I've watched that same Sixers game. We've all watched that same Sixers game, you know, fifteen, twenty times the last three or four years. Like big game, Joel's out of it. Body language is hor- horrible, but they fought D last night. That was di- that was a little different. Yeah, and I'll say that I'll say this about that. I mean, I, you you guys have watched more Sixers games than I have in the last couple of years. But last night, for him to fight through it the way that he did. No, coming off of the All-Star game, I think there's something there for him. I think he looks a little different. I, I understand that. But if you're doing a pick-and-pop, pick-and-roll or whatever, and a guard's covering you, why are you standing at the three-point line? Yeah, and, D, that's been, yeah, it's been an issue for years with him. And, and even Charles Barkley was somebody at the halftime. If he gets in the block a little bit more, it opens things up for his other teammates. Look, it wasn't a perfect night, Hugh, for, for Joel. I mean, early on, he's again, he was 2 of 14 in the first half of the game. Two of 14 is, is one of the worst first halves I think I've ever seen Joel Embiid play, but he didn't mope in the second half. He played defense. Yeah, and that, that was the deciding factor in that game. And the fact that, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies, they, they, got, they went a little cold as well. They did. They went a little cold as well, and, but you did not fold. I think that's important, especially when you talk about the second half of the season. Well, yeah, and now they're in this stretch. I mean, they were mentioned last night, toughest schedule in the, in the NBA. Yeah, by far the toughest stretch. We're, we're going to learn about them. like Because well, they got Boston coming up next, right? Tomorrow night. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. a gigantic game for this basketball team. And the other part about, you know, not folding and the mental toughness, Tobias Harris, who I've, you know, he's probably the most overpaid player for what he is in the NBA. But he had that. He had he that had big old three, though, man. Put the air ball before it. But they, he, he came back after the air <laughs> yeah, ball. He did. The, that he air did ball was bad, and though. Then you talk about off the bench, Tyrese Maxey gave you 16 points. He did. Night. He did. I mean, they, last night was the kind of night that makes me believe that this, this is different. Something about this is different. Glenn's in Southfield. Hey, Glenn. Gentlemen. What's going on, man? Go ahead. Listen. You don't get posterized anymore. You get memed. Oh, you okay, get memed. Okay, that's what it is. That's the, yeah, that's that, the young okay. kid. That's that, what the young kid That was a meme yeah, last yeah. night. You get memed, and then there's the video gets GIF, GIF over and over again on somebody's Twitter feed or something. That That's going to be a legendary block, John Morant and Joel Embiid, man. That was something special last night. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was one of those one That could have been, to me, that could have been a momentum changer if yes. John would have hit that shot. If Ja would have hit that shot, that would have changed the momentum. If Ja would have dunked on Joel at that point in the game, we would have folded. <laughs> he, he had to block that dunk. Well, that, I mean, and, and Glenn, everyone in that building would have just like just the air would have just like a balloon. It would have been let out like no. It would have been totally silent in there if Ja had, had and it turned the opposite. That crowd was electric last night at the end. Like a weather balloon over Montana would have <laughs> just deflated. Listen, it was about resiliency, toughness. Four to two at the end 
they wanted it more. Memphis with young legs, they were shooting the lights out. And like the last guy just said, then it got cold. You know what it felt like? It was like that was a hangover game, man. Them guys party. They came out. They weren't themselves. The practice sucked. The only person that's used to hanging out like that is James Harden. He had 31 points. <laughs> but you can't keep up with the big dog. It's like Tiger Woods trying to hang with Barkley and Michael Jordan. You can't do it. But they had what they needed to win at the end. I'm sitting home in my perfect living room watching the perfect TV set. This is the first time I ever jumped out my seat. After that block, that whole series had me excited, man. So someone asked me, am I all in? I'm close. I'm real close. Yeah, you know, Last Glenn, it's, Glenn, it's interesting. We, we've gotten to this point a lot over the years. We, we want to believe, but it's been tough. Last night, didn't it feel different? It felt different to me. Well, wait a minute. At one point, it was so bad. Had he been suited up, I thought we might see Matt McClung. <laughs> no, Matt McClung was on the he, – he wasn't even on the bench. He was behind the bench chilling. <laughs> they made that guy <laughs> ring the bell. He, he rang the bell. They said, all right, dear dog, go chill out. You good for the night. We, you ain't playing. You chilling. But they, they turned it around. I don't know what it was at halftime. I don't know what happened on the court. But when they needed to turn it up, man, every single one of those guys dug deep and did what they had to do. I was impressed. I really was. Yeah, Glenn, that last night we felt different. At 215-592-9494. Yeah, are we, have we run out of bell ringers, by the way? They're, they're having players I ring the bell? Rang, I haven't rang it yet. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I think the new midday show should ring the bell. I, I ain't rang the bell yet. I want to ring the bell. I mean, I, hell. I felt kind of bad for Matt McClung, though. Like, he went, seriously. He went from being a star Saturday He to- went from being the man. He probably had so many people sliding his <laughs> DM Saturday night. He went from that to ringing the bell when he got back to Philadelphia. And like you said, he was behind the bench. He was behind the bench in street clothes. Yeah, he was just like a fan. What a yeah. nice ticket there. Yeah. That, that, he, had, that, that he, was- had, he had one of the best seats in the house. He did, and it was an incredible night. Let's talk to Steve in Egg Harbor Township. What's up, Steve? Steve. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yo, let me just say this, man. I mean, look, I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard basketball guy, but I've seen this so many times, man. And I'll tell you what, to me, we're at second round exit waiting to happen, and James Harden will be celebrating after he gets knocked out in the second round again this year at the nearest gentleman's club. <laughs> so I, it's easy to say, Steve, you're not believing. Not at all. I can't believe in this team at all. Yeah, and I, Steve, I get it because we've done this now for a better part of a half decade where we have these games, we have these moments, you know, January, February, March, and then it falls apart in the first week of May. I, ju- I just felt there was a toughness, Steve, last night, and from Harden included, and you and I have talked about him a lot in the past that he's not mentally tough. A little bit different last night, I felt, that, at least that game. Yeah, but you know what? I want to see it when it really matters in the playoffs because we've seen it time and time again with this guy in the playoffs. He is right when as soon as it gets adverse, this guy basically shuts it down. You saw it last year in the Miami series when Butler was just looking at him. I'll never forget that in the corner. And Harden just looked at him. And Butler stood there for like two or three seconds, drains a three, and then just went, turned around and shrugged his shoulders to the crowd. Like, what is this guy doing? I mean, I, I want to see it in the playoffs. I mean, look, I want to see us go to the finals. I just don't see it. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I can't see them beating Milwaukee in the second round. Yeah, and they're probably going to have to see what Christian won't cover. I mean, right now you're the three, three seats. So they're probably, they're going to have to see the Milwaukee or Boston. Tomorrow night, so yeah, it's another. So it's going to be a, a measuring stick, another measuring stick. Yeah, there's a lot of tests coming up here. I mean, you look at the schedule, and we just talked about it there. I mean, they have the toughest schedule in the league coming up the next, um, you know, five, six weeks, and and we're going to learn about them. But there's last night, 
was the kind of game we've watched it over and over over the years where they get, you know, they get pushed around early and they usually fold like a tent. That, that's what they it's did been. Not fold last night. They didn't fold. They kept going. And 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 I'm glad Harden's playing like this because you last year when he came here, his hamstring. He looked old last year. He's 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 got a little resurgence going on right now. James yeah, he's Harden. Getting healthy. Look like he's a little healthy. Like a little a little uh, spring in his step. He had a victory too. He had a yes. monster three in the corner. When he was saying he was trapped in the corner, he had a big three. He hasn't had many thirty point games here as a sixer. I mean, he gets a lot of assists. He gets his twenty point games. But last night, thirty one points for him. And 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 you mentioned the block and then the air ball and the shot. But like they that sequence at the end where he he like had to push the ball forward to Joel with the dunk. It was yeah. like an exclamation point. Yeah. And then like there was one shot that I, I retweeted where Tobias Harris made. Y'all need to go back and look at that. Because there's something, like, significant that happened. It's like you got to look at the whole cut that I was – like, last night I was paying a little bit of attention to detail. Yeah. And just just watch the whole cut and make sure that you focus on some stuff that happened at the end of that. I'm just going to say that. Something that usually doesn't happen. That usually doesn't happen. And tell me, if you if you figure it out, then, you know, you could call us and, and or, or, or tweet me at Big Q 5-3 and tell me what you saw. Yeah, there's something that, that – There's something significant. Once you see it, you can't you not cannot, see it. You cannot unsee it. <laughs> it is one of those things. 215-592-9494. Do you believe in the Sixers as a true championship contender? Big win last night. Uh, here's the way I feel about this team. This is the first time since the Kawhi shot where I feel like they have a real chance. Like something feels different about this basketball team. 215-592-9494. We'll come back. All your phone calls, your reaction here on the Sixers, the win last night. Do you feel like they are a legitimate championship contender this year? We'll come back, and we'll hear what Reggie Miller said about that practice yesterday, which uh, two days ago, which apparently was terrible for the Sixers for their first game. You, Douglas, Joe Giglio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.